Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times. Flap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am Buzz Lightyear. I come in peace. Let's make some magic. All right, cut the chatter. You're listening to DW60. Welcome to the program. It's DW60's Press Row. However, you may be listening, Apple Music, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio. We're glad you're here to find out what happened at the D23 Expo. It's Jeff and Nicole here with you. Hello. Hi. Bonus episode. It's a Sunday. <laughs> we, fi- we finished watching. We were like, hey. Do you want to go record an episode? He's like, yeah, give me like 20 minutes to turn everything on. Yeah. I'm like, all right. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Wow. So, uh, of course, we're on day three of the D23 Expo out there in Anaheim, California. A lot of stuff has been announced over the past couple of days. But for here, for us on this show, today's panel this morning was the big one for us, right? Yes, the Disney Parks, Resorts, and Experiences panel. And um, where to start? <laughs> no resorts and not many experiences. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you know, on our show, we mainly focus on Walt Disney World, but, you know, there was also some Disneyland announcements. Uh, there was some announcements for other Disney parks throughout the world, and of course, also Disney Cruise Line as well. So, um, welcome to our Instagram Live audience uh, to the chat there. I'm already seeing the word "merp" in the chat. <laughs> merp. Merp. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. I know. Um, let me just throw this out there first. I was. I just want to get this out of the way. It's a thing on our show, in case you've never listened or never watched before. It's a thing on our show. It has now been 2,162 days since we had a nighttime parade in the Magic Kingdom and counting. No nighttime parade at either park. Well, so Magic Happens is, like, does both. Yeah, so they'll yeah. show it during the day, and then it'll come back um, at night and be a lit up. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> right off the bat in the chat. What happens to the Main Street Electrical Parade now? Nobody knows. It's just, it's it's being thrown back Sprinkles into the warehouse. Away into the archives. Yeah, it's it's in the archives or it's in the warehouse. They they went and no boo to you does not count, Caitlin. No, it does not count. Um, yeah, it's just uh, they redid this whole float, and now they're just going to put it away again. You know, I, I don't. I, and with the 
100th anniversary of the Disney company coming up. Mm -hmm. You said this. I would have thought that they would have announced something for the 100th for a nighttime parade or just a parade in general, but nothing for Walt Disney World. Yeah, Boo to You is a Halloween party exclusive. Yeah, it is. So I was not, like I had said a few shows back, I was not expecting to hear anything. My hope and my dream was them to say, even though it's a repeat, yeah, Main Street Electrical Parade's going to make a quick run at Walt Disney World. And that would have been it. Right. At least it would have been something, right? Just like anything. Like, oh, I'm, I'm just laughing at Caitlin goes, I wish it would just finish what they're currently working on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, if we could just finish Epcot, if we could just finish Tron, finish the train. Yeah. And that kind of, you know, that leads us into, you know, what Josh said at the beginning of the panel after we saw them perform happily ever after they're on the stage. Right off the bat, you know, you know, hey, you love it. We loved it and everything else. It's coming back 2023 happily ever after the Magic Kingdom. So new show, same song, same song. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. And I I think that announcement is because of all of you, really, all of the, the, the Disney World fans out there, the Magic Kingdom fans who love these nighttime spectaculars over Cinderella Castle and how mm-hmm. unhappy everybody was with Enchantment. It just wasn't cutting it. And they saw that, they recognized it, and they're like, okay, we need to bring back Happily Ever After. It just makes sense. And so it's going to be, it's going to be a fantastic thing, right? I am... Uh, yes, I'm glad that it's coming back. I would have liked to see, you know, so they announced a new nighttime spectacular for Disneyland. They said it's going to feature all or every Disney animation movie. You know, it's going to celebrate the hundred years of wonder of the Walt Disney Company. And then they were like, also, you asked for happily ever after. You're going to get the song back next you know, like Next. <laughs> no tie-in to 100 Years of Wonder, no tie-in to the celebration of the Walt Disney Company, yeah, no yeah. information other than new show, same song. Isn't this what you wanted? Pretty much. Go back to the month of August over on Twitter where we saw Jordan Fisher saying, what's the deal with Happily Ever After? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And we sat there and said, "Is does that mean? Does that mean he knows something we don't know yet? And that, that was your clue right there that Happily Ever After was going to be coming back. But it was like... See, I wonder if he knew. Like, did did he know or was or was that like the final straw? Because I feel like <laughs> if they had something, they would have shown it. Right? I, I would have thought so, yeah. really that early... That they were just like, okay, we really just need to make it work, bringing this back, but we don't have anything to show yet. Yeah, that's. It could be the the show happily ever after is coming back. We know that. The other question that you have to have now is, what are are there any changes, if any, and is it going to be associated with the one hundredth or not? And in. The other thing that makes me think maybe they're really in the early stages of it is that we didn't even get a date or like a season. No, they said at the beginning of 2023. Oh, I thought he just said next year. 
Well, yeah, yeah, he did say next year. All he said was next year. Yeah, so, I mean, it could be the start of the 100th next year that we see it come. I've heard that the 100th is supposed to start, like, January 1. Well, didn't Josh say October of next year is when, the st- is when you know, the Disney company turns 100? I don't, I don't. Late October, I think he said? I don't know. I can't remember. It's just, I'm, I'm trying to process. There was so a lot. There's a lot here. Uh, well, just a lot of nothing. Yeah, but it was just a lot <laughs> of information. Yeah. And was. like sifting through it to like what was uh, important to us, you know, versus. Yeah, the 100th starts at Disneyland in January. So it could be then. It very well could be then. Or it could be in March when the 50th ends for Walt Disney World. Right. Uh, so it, I think it, that might be more likely. It's, it's possible it may be then. But I'm just happy it's coming back. And I know the Magic Kingdom is going to be packed. Main Street USA is going to be packed, and people are just, there's going to be tears of joy all over the place when Happily Ever After comes back. All right, you've got the major list here of all the, the announcements for the panel. Go ahead. What you got? So we'll just start from the beginning. I was trying to, to go through them all, but um, we've got Happily Ever After. The Mandalorian and Grogu are going to be, I don't know if they'll be meeting or if they'll just be walking around in... Galaxy's Edge and Disneyland. That's going to start in November. There's going to be a King Thanos multiverse attraction. Well, can, can we just stop with the Mandalorian right there okay. before we go any further? Um, I've heard too much over the past couple of months now since rumors were going around that the Mandalorian was going to be walking around at, and that's the rumor at Galaxy's Edge there at Disneyland. Too many people in rumors have said, you know, this messes with the timeline of Galaxy's Edge. He's not even supposed to be there. All this other stuff. Okay. Obviously, according to Disney, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't mess with anything. But explain to me. And and this is just Jeff being Jeff here. Why is it that Disneyland is getting the Mandalorian? Disney World is not. Or what, what's the Fett, difference? Or yeah. Fennec Shand. Yeah. Or like. What's the difference? Is it because Disneyland is so well known for having their characters just out walking around? Mm -hmm. You have mentioned this so many different times and then experienced it on your recent trip to Disneyland. Right. Where you would just turn around and, oh my gosh, there's a character. Right. So what's what's the difference? Uh, I, I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't know. And I don't know what they're waiting for. Like, I thought this would have been the perfect time to be like... You know, we've had walk-around characters in Disneyland. Now we're bringing more walk-around characters, and they're going to be in both parks. Yeah. Like, why not? And it doesn't even have to be walk-around. Like, put, you know, put Mando behind one of those little fences where they have the ships, and, like, that's fine. Yeah, sure, yeah. That's and Or meet and greet. You know, during the show this past week, I had mentioned, what are they going to do with the Star Wars launch bay? Mm-hmm. We have no information on that whatsoever, so we we assume that Star Wars launch bay is sticking around. Okay, so why are we not getting a meet and greet with Mando mm-hmm. when we've already got Chewbacca walking around Galaxy's Edge? Why does he need a meet and greet? You need to put the Mandalorian in there. If if you're not going to do anything, just do that, and I'd be okay. Right. Now, but, I, I yeah. get why a lot of times we don't have characters walking around at Walt Disney World. Think of the heat. Think of the humidity. Real bad. And, and just just people. Like, it's just not the same. Like, people would just 
crowd and like climb on and do all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, possibly. I don't know. One person in the chat said maybe Star Cruiser have something to do with it. Maybe the timeline of that has something to do with it. It's a good possibility. Mm-hmm. Very good possibility. But Launch but, Bay yeah, is nowhere in, near mm-hmm. that. You put know? it in Launch Bay then. Yeah, put it in Launch Bay. And like to bring John Favreau out and say absolutely zero about any type of Galaxy's Edge expansion. That felt like anticlimactic. To bring John Favreau out to introduce one walk around character. Yeah. I really thought we were getting some type of expansion update Galaxy's Edge news. Yeah. Because we wanted a dining experience with characters. Mm-hmm. And we wanted maybe a new attraction. Mm-hmm. I would have been just happy with a dining experience with characters. Right. If you had just told me that, I'd have been perfectly happy and very excited. So, I don't know. Okay, so what was the next thing after that? So, then we have the King Thanos multiverse attraction coming to an expansion in Avengers Campus. So, I looked at that poster while it was up on the screen. We're talking a lot of Marvel characters here. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Expanding this universe. A lot of the what-if characters... Uh, it just it's a, it's a lot. It's Spider verse. Yeah, it's a lot to process. So when they talk about you know having to help beat King Thanos, that sounds like a whole bunch of fun. Yeah. So this is a multiverse attraction where Thanos won, and so now he's King Thanos. King Thanos. He looks. Yeah, he looks like a pretty mean guy. We um. They also shared that there's going to be a Hulk meet and greet in Avengers Campus which that is the exoskeleton project that we've seen Imagineering share about the last couple years he's massive lose the suit though oh yeah no I want him to just be Hulk I just want I just want Hulk I don't want Hulk in in, in this suit and everything else maybe that's just you know they said he's gonna be around for a while short time and then he's and then he's going away for what reason we don't know but there's a short amount of time to see the Hulk. What, a couple of weeks? Yeah, he's going to be there next week. Yeah, so not a lot of time to go out there and see him, and then he's going away. Does he come back without the suit on, and it's just the Hulk, which you know we all want? But that's very exciting for Avengers Campus, I think. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at that poster. Just seeing it up close, you can see just so many characters in there. Yeah. Yeah. Then we learned that Pacific Wharf over in Disney's California Adventure is going to become San Francisco. You got very excited about this. I, I did. Don't know anything about it, so tell me why. I would compare Pacific Wharf right now to a food court. A food, like like the mall food food court? Yes. So <laughs> it's it's an area that you walk through in California Adventure and there's many quick service food areas and then a large seating area where you can go sit and eat. Okay. Okay. That is it. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> so it, it it that's what I can like liken it to is is food court. Um so that's exciting that that area is going to that area is kind of in the middle of a lot of different stuff. It's like right outside Pixar Pier, right um, near the entrance to Cars Land, um, right near, I forget what the area is called, where they have like Soren and um, 
they're like Rapids Ride and The Little Mermaid. And it's like in the middle of a bunch of stuff. Yeah. No. So I'm excited. They said that it will um, have a Baymax meet and greet. It'll have shopping and dining. Um, more more stuff like that. So. Also, Baymax is going to be there for meet and greet, which is yes. cool. Yes. Baymax. Everybody loves Baymax. I know. He's such a good character to like. I remember getting to see him. I guess it was a few years back. I can't remember how long ago it was. Over at Epcot, uh-huh. old uh, interventions area, and uh, <laughs> trying to hug that big guy. Yeah, I tell you what, he is very huggable. That was a cool meet and greet. They also used to have joy and sadness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, those need to come back. Yes, definitely need to come back. All right, what was next? After that, they announced that Run Disney is coming back to Disneyland in 2024, which is exciting. It hasn't been. It's been. A long while. They used to have um, a Tinkerbell marathon, I think, and then something else. So, 2024, Run Disney will be coming back. We'll learn more about that soon. Over in Toontown in Disneyland Park, um, they announced that Toontown will be reopening in early 2023. And their Mickey and Minnie's Runaway, Runaway Railway is going to be a little different. They're going to make it, you know, unique to that park. The queue area is going to show the progression of Mickey throughout the years. It's going to have, you know, the disco Mickey, mouser size Mickey, uh, Steamboat Willie, like all, all of that type of stuff through the queue. So you're going to see, you know, Sorcerer Mickey, just different variations of Mickey throughout the years in the queue of that ride. So it's exciting. It's a little different from what we're getting at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Right, and it's going to yeah. be in the El Capitoon Theater. El Capitoon. I like that. I love Toontown. Um, I was glad to see it get an update. Um, it, it is something that... It's definitely more of the nostalgia area. I never got to see Toontown at Magic Kingdom, but I've been to Toontown plenty of times in, in Disneyland. So oh, yeah. I'm glad yeah. that it's sticking around out there, that they're just... They're not taking it away. I was happy to see Disco Mickey in the queue. Disco Mickey. Yeah, that was kind of cool. So, I have we have that vinyl. It's just at my parents' house. <laughs> so. Get that in the mail to us, please. No. All right. Then they touched on Tiana's Bayou Adventure, which was strange that it was lumped in with the Disneyland announcements because it felt like there were a lot of Disneyland announcements, and so like. Maybe it should have been like lumped in with the Walt Disney World announcements. I don't know. Yeah, I think I would have kept that announcement towards the end of Disneyland so you could, you know, kind of segue, mesh it. Yeah. You segue into Disney World because it's going to be there too. But at the same time, everything that they talked about, and I, I tell you this, if they keep calling it New Orleans, <laughs> oh my gosh. Sounds like I die a little every time inside. So from those of us who live an hour away from New Orleans... Mm-hmm. Barely anybody down here says New Orleans because that's not how it's pronounced. So New Orleans is in Orleans Parish. Right. Exactly. Um, and it just, I, I just, oh. every time I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. they're like, it's going to be true to, you know, the area and it's going to really pay homage to it. And I'm like, but you're not, you can't even say it right. Like, they how did. much time have you spent down there and nobody's corrected you? But they didn't say anything about a restaurant. Not in Walt Disney World. Yeah. So the Imagineers that were in the parks exhibit for the media preview right. on the show floor did um, tell members of the media that there's going to be a restaurant and a gift shop in Disneyland. But I didn't hear anything about Disney World. 
And it goes along with this consistent opinion. This attraction works so much better at Disneyland than Walt Disney World. Where it's being placed at Walt Disney World feels out of place. Now, that does not mean that certain things surrounding that area may change to make it fit just a little bit better. Mm -hmm. But the thing, I I still, I'm going along with our suggestion, so many other people out there on social media saying that this should have been put or a restaurant needs to be put over on Tom Sawyer Island. Mm -hmm. And just, it's just a waste of space right now. Nobody goes over there. They don't even take people over there for half the time anyway. Right. So uh, again, all of this was focused towards Disneyland. What are they not ready for when it comes to the Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World for Tiana's? I don't know. And the, the, you know, they showed concept art. There's a model on the expo floor. It, it's it's a uh, lot of trees. Some trees. They put trees yeah. in. Some moss. Um, there's uh, like a lot of trees. It still looks like Splash Mountain. Yeah. I look at it and I still see Splash Mountain with about 100 years of aging on it. Extra trees, moss, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's so tough to have an icon like the structure of what is right now Splash Mountain changed to look like something that happens in New Orleans, which is about as flat as can be. It just doesn't work. I don't know. Maybe that's the magical expect oh, component that's of it. Reaching. That's reaching. That's <laughs> reaching. They mean, built it, a magic mountain. I just, uh, you know, they they talked about how, you know, we've walked around New Orleans and we've talked to all these people. We're inspired by the city. We're inspired by the music, which the music they're putting together is fantastic. It's wonderful. New Orleans is all about new, is about its music and its food. No doubt about that. So they're getting that right. Well, I just I just don't agree with, you know, the structure that they're using. It, it just it feels weird, but we need more. We need more information for Walt Disney World's version of it, right? Right. Like, yeah. it, and maybe that's why they left it in the Disneyland segment of the panel. Yeah, could could possibly be. Right. So we know that that's opening in late 2024. We still did not get a date for when Splash Mountain will close. That was like a big piece of the puzzle that I expected to come. That's missing. I want to give it. Let's see. This is September. You're talking late 2024. Spring of next year. Mm-hmm. I'll say spring of next year to enjoy Splash Mountain before it closes. Probably. Because the inside portion is going to take so long. Mm-hmm. It's going to take so long. It is. But they have some great concept art that they you know showed us during that as to what's going to be happening on the inside as far as animatronics and stuff like that. And we've already heard that Disney is going to be reusing a lot of the animatronics that are already in there, just dressing them up a little bit more to fit the parts of what they're going to be doing. Um, but that's still going to take a long time. Oh, Ashley in our Instagram chat asked if there's any other opportunities for announcements today. So there is an Imagineering panel today. Um, that is an opportunity, I would think. Um, good, ch- good chance of it, yeah. Um, Imagineering is cel- it's celebrating their seventieth anniversary, so that that's a that could happen. Um, so we shall see, kind of what what comes about. Yeah, yeah, more or less. We learned that Naveen, Lewis, Mama Odie, and Tiana will be per- performed by the original film cast. Will voice the the characters for the attraction. And then we moved on to 
Walt Disney World a little bit. So they said we're happily ever after. <laughs> we're going to bring back the happily ever after anthem as part of an updated Magic Kingdom nighttime spectacular. So we're getting an updated spectacular with the happily ever after song. Again, when that's coming, don't know what it will entail. Don't know. Um, that's all we got. We did learn that Epcot will receive a new nighttime spectacular in 2023. And what was I, th- I thought was interesting was they said that the new nighttime spectacular Epcot is going to be part of the 100 Years of Wonder, not Epcot 40. Which is surprising. Yes. Very surprising. And that makes me think, you know, that's an important distinction that's going to be celebrating the Walt Disney Company, not celebrating Epcot. And that's all we've been asking for for 40 years <laughs> is a nighttime spectacular that honors Epcot. I said this back Memorial Day weekend when I saw Harmonious for the first time. Wasn't I'm not the biggest fan of the show. It is a good show. It is not the best replacement for Illuminations. I mean, that's just near and dear to me. Love that show. But I did mention back then, with the technology that they are, Disney is using for this show... It is very easy for them to change what you see on those screens and the different water patterns that they're using there in the lagoon Mm -hmm. for a different type of show. And I went as far as to say you could do a brand new illumination show with this technology and what they've got out there. This shows that Disney is doing exactly that. They're going to change up what you're seeing on the screen. They're going to change up the music. And they're going to change up probably some of the fireworks and lighting effects with the water and stuff. Yeah. Do you think this is the barges or do you think we're taking the barges out? I think it's the barges. I think it is literally that simple. That's what I think they're doing. Hopefully. Because Disney's not going to spend all this money on these new barges and not be able to change them like they have done. I wish they could take them out. I, I wish they were I know, like, you know what? Yeah, I know. Bad. They're an eyesore during the day. Let's be honest. Nobody likes looking at them. You know, but... Like the projection show on Cinderella Castle, this technology is very easy in some form or fashion to change to do a different type of show to fit the area. And I think that's what probably Disney is probably going to be doing. Is it going to be a show that's going to last a long time or are we just going to see the end of Harmonious? We don't know. Right. And I didn't, yeah, I didn't dislike Harmonious. I don't think it honors Epcot, but it's not a bad show. And. I, yeah, I'm, I would be shocked if it doesn't come back, maybe. Yeah, and I think what somebody in the chat just said, they said, please let this nighttime show actually honor Epcot, not Disney IP. And I think that was the important distinction that a new nighttime spectacular is coming to Epcot as part of Disney's 100 Years of Wonder, honoring the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company, not specific to Epcot's 40th anniversary. Yeah. And that makes me sad. Yeah. Not the happiest, but I, I'm, I'm waiting to just see it before yeah. I make any type of decision. Nope, I'll give it a shot. Be- because that 100 years spans a lot. Mm-hmm. That is parks, that is music, that is movies, that is merchandise, so many different things. So there's no telling what, what we could expect. You know what was not mentioned? What's that? During the entire panel? Yeah. Hollywood Studios. Oh, yeah, that is true. Yeah. No mention of Hollywood Studios. No mention of Galaxy's Edge East. No return date for Fantasmic. 
Oh, yeah, Fantasmic was one of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I thought my wish list for Hollywood Studios was pretty good. Yeah. You know, Launch Bay, what's going to happen? Uh, nighttime Parade. Paint the Night would have been great for Hollywood Studios. Yeah, where's Paint the Night? Where's Paint the Night at? Did you get rid of that, too? Uh, Voyage of the Little Mermaid. A lot of people love it. I think it needs to go. I think it's time to say goodbye to that. And um, then, of course, your expansion for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, too. So, not, but nothing. Nothing, nothing for Hollywood not Studios. Not mentioned at all. So, I don't... Uh, oh, jeez. I don't know. I don't know. Staying in Epcot, we learned that a figment meet and greet is coming in 2023. And this was rude. They, like... <laughs> baited everyone they're like you know it, it seemed like they were going to announce a, a reimagining of the ride the attraction yeah and then he was like a big meet and greet and we're like what the very second i saw that picture come up you know monorail going across imagination pavilion right there behind it and everything else i'm like yes finally finally we get a new figment attraction just a meet and greet. A meet and greet. Yeah. I don't know. Can you, it's, it, do Disney Imagineers not have any imagination for this attraction? I, what is it? I feel like there's got to be something <laughs> with the like voices and the characters and the actors and stuff not wanting to come back. But there's so much you can do with animatronics, with CGI, with, you know, projections and I feel like take advantage of of Tony Baxter while he's involved you know before you know he's he's hung up his hat yeah yeah that's true we learned that the hat box ghost will be making his debut inside the haunted mansion in magic kingdom next year that was an exciting update was it needed yeah why not you think so or, or, or should they have kept it exclusive to Disneyland I think when it's in there, we'll see if they'll do any other updates while they're in there, right? Yeah. But it's not the like climactic moment in the attic that you think it will be. Oh, well, we missed one for Epcot, too. I saw it in the chat just now. Huh. The Play Pavilion. Oh, yeah. Nothing. Nope. And no Spaceship Earth. And no Spaceship Earth. And but, no but they new, said new that pavilion. that area of... Epcot around Spaceship Earth. What was the date for the opening of that being completed? Late 2023. Yeah. End of next year. So the dirt pile will continue. Will continue and the walls continue at Epcot. It just oh man, you're killing me. Like I liked the Hotbox Ghost at Disneyland but he's not like it's not, I mean it's cool. Does the Hatbox, since I've never seen it, I don't know does the Hatbox Ghost make or break the attraction? No. Okay. So I, I'm still excited to see it for the first time. So like you know. the bride in the attic just stands there. Right. Yeah. That's all. It just stands there. And his face just moves back and forth. Yeah. Okay. That's it. So no more hitchhiking ghosts. Well, no, he'll be in the attic. He'll be in the attic. Mm-hmm. So the bride's gone. Well, I don't know that she'll be gone, but he'll also be in the attic. I hope she's gone. They're both in the attic. She's an evil woman. <laughs> evil. I don't like her. I know, you really don't like I her. I really don't like her. Like, that's not like a she joke. She freaks that's not me funny. out. Like, Jeff really doesn't I like really it. I really don't like her. When she comes around during the Boot to Youth Parade, I'm like, no. Yeah, just like, uh-uh. Uh, you stay away from me. <laughs> really doesn't <laughs> it like It freaks her. me out. I mean, oh, jeez. 
yeah, it's still exciting. I think it's good. It's a lot of people for, you know, East Coast Disney fans are really going to be happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, there's no like reason not to bring it. I know everything I saw that people expected to see in this announcement in this panel was an update to Big Thunder Mountain. So the Big Thunder Mountain in Disneyland was recently updated and the final scene when you go up through the... Oh, sorry about that. We're not done. <laughs> we're not done. We're we not even not close done. to that. <laughs> well, no, we're not done with that either. We're not done. Oh my gosh, wrong buttons all around. There we go. Sorry. But the Big Thunder Mountain in Disneyland, you know, you go through the end of the attraction, you go up through like a cave. And in Disneyland, there are projections and, and effects that make it look like dynamite is being set off uh-huh. and you're like as you go up the hill you know the um i don't even know what to call them the like wick of the dynamite is like burning alongside of you and you're like racing to get out of the cave before it explodes um and like we don't have anything like that in disney world and so they they i had seen that a lot of people were thinking that that was going to be an update to big thunder mountain announced today and it was not was not it was not was not the next big announcement that they shared. I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know. This is a big announcement, but <laughs> um, Tron. They said spring of twenty twenty three. Called it. I told you the month of spring. The month of spring. The month of spring. I mean, uh, everybody's like October twenty twenty two Tron. I'm like, no, no. I thought by the end of the year. I mean, no. I, I don't know what else they have to do. On the outside, it looks like all there's left is concrete and landscaping. If these construction guys would stop taking breaks every 15 minutes, <laughs> it'd probably be done by now. Stop letting Josh tomorrow have joy rides on the attraction <laughs> and get to work. <laughs> he did. He, you know what? That look on his face was truly genuine while yes. he was riding. He was having a lot of fun, which makes me very excited. Josh just loves the parks. He does. He just loves the experience of the parks and the attractions and the characters. And when you see him enjoying this stuff, it makes you excited. Unlike Bob Chapek, who looks like a piece of stone anytime you see him talk. Yeah. Josh just loves this. He lives and breathes all of this. It makes it exciting. I can't wait. Also, no mention of the train. Yeah. Railroad. Yeah, what the happened? Disney World. Yeah. Walt Disney World Railroad. No no mention of that. Then we moved on. That was it. That was it for Walt Disney World. And we thought for sure. He was like, well, we'll come back to Disneyland. So I'm like, maybe they'll go back to Disney World too. Yeah. That I was, was hoping. That was... Uh, kind of felt snubbed a little bit, right? I mean, and they did sort of go back to Disney World, but no announcements. Just like, this might be coming in some form or fashion. We'll get there. Yeah. So we went to Disney Cruise Line. Disney Cruise Line's new ship will be themed to adventure and will be named the Disney Treasure. I'm excited about this. This looks great. I think I like the lobby, the renderings of the lobby or like the the Grand Hall in this ship better than the Wish. Take a look at the names we currently have for Disney ships. The Magic, the Dream, the Wonder, fantasy. the Wish, the Fantasy. And now the Treasure. And now the Treasure. I like it. It's a little off from what we're used to, but I like it. Mm-hmm. I, I really like it. And I love the fact that, you know, with which with each new ship, especially coming after the Wish, they're already making changes, you know, inside just the atrium itself. It just looks different. It has a different feel to it. 
to have Aladdin, Jasmine, and the genie as a part of it. It's not a Disney princess or just one specific character. It's three different characters. Right. I, it's I themed just, to adventure. Yeah. Which leaves a lot. So they in the promo video, they had Haunted Mansion. They had Aladdin. They had Moana. Yeah, yep. Um, I can't remember who else. But yeah. So And then the, the statue in the lobby is Aladdin, Jasmine, and Carpet. But they did not share anything about who is going to be on the hull of the ship. Yeah, that's true. It was asked, will it sail out of Port Canaveral to start? We don't know yet, but it could because there is one ship that's heading over to Australia. Which one is that? That is going to be the Disney Wonder. So yeah. we did mention that Disney Wonder is heading over to Australia and that the repositioning cruise for the Wonder is going to hit Fiji. We were like, wow, that sounds good. That was probably one of our favorite announcements. Yeah, that was we were like, that sounds awesome. <laughs> sounds like a really good time, uh, depending on how many days this is going to be. Uh, I would think 10 to 12. Yeah, at least. The price tag on this on this cruise. Mm-hmm. Ooh, goodness gracious me. Um, it's going to be something to uh, really check out. If you can do it, I'd highly recommend it. I've made that voyage across the Pacific from Japan all the way to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just some points out there in the Pacific where it is breathtakingly beautiful the water the blue color a lot of calmness in a lot of areas and and just just amazing just absolutely amazing so if you can get on this cruise do it yeah you know it's it's something special (laughs) mary said we need to do a dw60 cruise to australia I could handle that. That'd be awesome. Airfare might cost you just a penny or right, two. Right, yeah, you got to get back. You got to get back home. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a long flight, but and I've done that one too. Oh from, yes, Coco and Peter Pan were also in the the trailer for the treasure. Yes, they were. Yeah, I did. yeah, that was That's exciting. Was. That was pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited about this new ship. Very excited. They also shared that um, you know a kind of an update to Lighthouse Point it wasn't an update. It was just Josh tomorrow on a rock. With no shoes on. Yeah, he's standing there on the island, and they pan out, if you haven't seen it, and he's just in the middle of nowhere. It looked like Survivor. Yeah, kind of did look like Survivor a little bit. Didn't show any construction update, or if there is any. We don't know what stage they're in for Lighthouse Point, correct? Nope. Yeah, that, nothing. nothing. No news. No news whatsoever. Um, but we know they have not abandoned it. You were worried. I was, because that was a Joe Rody project. Exactly. With him not being with the company, retiring and everything else, you kind of wondered, did his ideas and thoughts go with that? Apparently not. And that's a good thing. Right. We saw a little bit of concept art. Um, some and, and when Joe Rohde had debuted this concept, he had mentioned or kind of like hinted that a lot of the architecture would be similar to Alani. And that was definitely reflected in the concept art that we saw today. A lot of like Palapa style, like awning buildings, um, a lot of outdoor space, a lot of open buildings, you know, that, that, oh, yeah, yeah. There's a roof, but maybe not walls type of thing, um, which is great. And they also shared that I can't remember the number, but that a significant amount of power on the island is going to be, um, Solar. Solar. 90%. Yeah. 90%. And Disney conservation really being shown there when they say that they don't want to mess too much with the 
just the natural state of the island itself. Right. They don't want to have a huge imprint on this island. They want it to be as natural as possible. And doing 90% of that, good on Disney. Fantastic news. All right, Andy on. It's been a big, oh. big, big day. Okay. Then we got some news about um, frozen attractions all around the world, different parks, um, Paris, Hong Kong, Tokyo, stuff like that. And then we got a weird segment. Weird segment. <laughs> they brought out um, some cast members from Imagineering, some from Animation. And they made, they were very clear that these were blue sky ideas. Blue sky. Which blue sky is what Disney uses <laughs> in their like the sky's the limit type of sessions <laughs> where they're <laughs> yeah, like yeah, just yeah. throwing stuff out there, see yeah. what sticks, see how people react to it. Um, not th- these are not announcements. These are not concrete. These were artist renderings of ideas that they've had that, you know, could be coming in some form or fashion to the parks. And this was kind of where they went back to Walt Disney World. But it's interesting that it, it was, there was no announcements. There's not this is coming. It was just like these are some things we've been thinking about. I had an idea. Yeah. And hey, let's tell everybody about it. Yeah. Like, this is what we've been thinking about. What do you think? Yeah. And part of me thinks that this has something to do with Universal opening a third theme park down the street. Yeah. Called yeah. Universal's Epic Universe. Um, and so when they started talking about some of this stuff, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is a fifth gate. It's got to be. Yeah. It, and then it wasn't. And then they mentioned some other stuff. And I was like, this is the fifth gate. No, yeah, still not. Not that. So the first <laughs> first concepts that they mentioned were obviously Zootopia and Moana in the Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Which Moana in the Animal Kingdom kind of caught me off guard. But I'm not mad about it. Um, and then they mentioned parts of Zootopia that we may not have been introduced yet. Which makes me think that there may be a second film coming. That's what I was thinking. A second film, yeah. Um, Maybe we're waiting on that first, you know. Right, to announce that, you know, parts of the park will be transformed into places from that film. Right. So, just, yeah, very strange. So, Zootopia and Moana are the ideas, the blue sky ideas for replacing Dinoland. No timeline, no nothing. attractions, no, literally nothing. Just like, this is what we're like maybe thinking about doing. Let's be honest. Dino Land is not the spot to go to anymore. Mm-mm. Because it's, dinosaurs not that big of a draw like it used to be. They took out Primeval World. Hester, Chester, and all that. I mean, it just, it's a dead area. Yeah. And for you not to already, you you knew you were going to take away an attraction. You know things are kind of slowing down in that area. For you not to have something ready to go to tell people, hey, this is coming. We've got an update. I, I think, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed. Like, how are they going to remove an attraction and then have an, have an expo and not say anything about, yeah. about what's yeah. replacing it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and and 
Maybe you don't have a replacement for dinosaur yet, or maybe you want to use the current technology for dinosaur on Zootopia in some way, mm-hmm. going through the, the city and everything else and, and using you know, the cars and, and what they're using now for that attraction is a possibility. I don't know. But to just have nothing, disappointing. Was disappointing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I am excited that they're thinking about it, but we've known that they've been thinking about it. It's oh, clear yeah. that they've been thinking about Obviously. it. Obviously, yeah, yeah. And all they did was confirm what, you know, anyone who keeps up with Disney Parks news and rumors, even casually, you know, knew that there that there's something coming for Dinoland. Absolutely, yeah. Right? Yeah. So then after that, they went over to the Magic Kingdom. And uh, <laughs> they're like, yeah, you had a lot for words. <laughs> they they start talking about beyond Frontierland, beyond Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah, what is beyond Big Thunder Mountain? Nothing. Right now, nothing. Uh, well, there's stuff back there, but just not not guest areas. Which, if they're going to expand the Magic Kingdom, that makes sense that area of the park because think about it you you know you get off pirates you take a left you get to splash mountain you go over the bridge and there's one more attraction one well let's go back to the expansion of fantasy land when they did that mm-hmm. after they took out twenty thousand leagues under the sea to replace that they put Pooh's playful area right across from winnie the pooh mm-hmm and it was a great spot for the you know, parents to take kids, you know, let them get that energy out and everything else. But, you know, Imagineers said to themselves, we've got all this space back here. What do we do? And they came up with some great stuff. Be our guest restaurant, Little Mermaid and Gaston's and everything else. Wonderful expansion. Did a great job with it. Is that what they're thinking when it comes to behind Big Thunder Mountain? And... Does that tie into the possible retheming of the area for Tiana's? Right. I still think, still believe that the area between Pirates of the Caribbean over till you get to Splash Mountain is going to be rethemed. Okay. I think Tortuga Tavern could be, you know, a, a new restaurant. Um, I mean, what what else is over there? Pirates League, right? And the old fry cart. Yes. Um, <laughs> There's a small not, quick service over there. Westward Ho. Yeah. What's it called? I, I can't, can't remember. remember it's, yeah. It'll always be the fry cart to me. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's a, a food cart. There's Pirates League. There's Tortuga Tavern, which is like open for like maybe four hours a day, if that. Um, it's another one of those like seasonal quick service. <laughs> so I think that that area could be better used. Yeah, definitely. Better like allocated, yeah. and to help this new huge attraction, I guess, fit into the area better. Sure. So then they've so we talked about beyond Big Thunder, beyond, or yeah, like behind Big Thunder, basically. Right. And they mentioned Coco. They mentioned Encanto. Mm-hmm. And then they mentioned villains. And I don't know how all of those fit together. 
I was kind of sad to see Coco and Encanto not in Epcot because both of those films are great representations of the Mexican and Colombian cultures. Well, don't you think that's kind of hard for Imagineers to decide? Okay, we've got two great films that are associated with that region. How do we decide to put one of them in there? We got we got to do something. Yeah, you don't. You put Coco in Mexico, and then Colombia is it is its own country. Oh, you could do that. You could. Yeah, that's I mean, true. It. That's why I was saying before we started this. I said to you, I said I don't know that people are going to be thrilled about meshing or like just squishing Coco and Encanto together. But I think it's interesting that they they put it in an area next to and beyond Big Thunder Mountain because if you look at Big Thunder Mountain you can associate the landscape of that attraction with both of those movies think about that the mountains desert sort of kind of Mm -hmm. in a way I would think more like rainforest Uh, could be I mean not for Coco definitely not for Coco yeah yeah in Kanto, you've seen that. I, I don't know. Is it fifty fifty? In Kanto is set in the mountains. Okay, so again, it could be meshed well with Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah, landscaping wise, the way it looks, especially if they did something on the back of Big Thunder, like they do with the back of Tower of Terror, how it like fits in with the World Showcase. Yeah, possibly. So, but how do you mesh that with villains? Yeah, and then villains was like past it. Yeah. Kind Way in like, the back, very blurry. Kind of like how um, um, the Beast's Castle in Frontierland is like, I mean, I'm sorry, in Fantasyland is like back up on the hill. That's right. how it looked. Yeah. 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 And I don't think, I mean, I think it would be more involved than that. But there's been Hope's Wish talk for years and years and years of a fifth gate of a dark park. Right of villains of mystical magical you know things that are just on the darker side um fantasia comes to mind like night on bald mountain type of stuff um so that was interesting to see that all grouped in there you know originally animal kingdom was supposed to have beastly kingdom that's right yeah and you know that concept i'm sure is still out there somewhere but so we'll see if, if that comes into play at all. So those are those like big blue sky things that they were talking about. But it was so interesting to hear all of that and not have it not have it be presented in a way that's like, get excited because this is what's coming. Yeah. Like it was it Josh started out by saying, This might make Disney fans nervous. And we're like, what? I mean, it does make me nervous, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But Why is it that we continue to expand current parks? Why are we creating new lands when there's so many, apparently, according to Blue Skies, so many great ideas for a fifth gate? Mm -hmm. And with what you mentioned, Epic Universe, Universal is working hard and working fast to get this open because they know, now they really know, Disney has nothing planned. Right. We're looking good right now. 
Because we're bringing Nintendo here. We're bringing Epic Universe here. What's Disney got? Are they going to add a new land? They're well, thinking about maybe adding some of this stuff. Yeah. But maybe nothing's at confirmed. some point down the road. And at the rate that Disney construction goes now, <laughs> it may be 2030 before we see any of this stuff because they're just ideas. Right. And at the rate that Disney takes to build things, like... Tron. Look at Tron. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that has to be the exception because of the pandemic. But, I mean, and, and Epcot. Yeah, that too. Like, the at the rate that Disney takes to build things, if they're not even concrete on what's coming where, like, we're, we're not going to get any more information on this stuff until at least the next D23. I was just about to say, would you expect some of these blue skies ideas to pop up for the next expo yeah i don't know it's weird i i love the fact that you have ideas imagineers keep doing what you're doing keep creating keep imagining all of these fantastic things keep creating you know new technologies and experiences for us to enjoy but you know what unless it's concrete unless you know you're going to be doing it don't bother telling me about it. There's, don't don't hype it up and then give me nothing. So many things that have been announced that never came to fruition that I wonder if they're just not announcing things that they can't that they don't know that they'll be able to deliver on. Yeah. That's true. And you know, maybe Destination D next year we'll see some stuff, but I feel like Destination D is never the big announcements that we hope it yeah, would be. Yeah, it never is. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Um, I, I would just rather Disney give me concrete announcements. Yeah. This is coming. You will see this in the next three to four years. Even if they didn't share, like, if they shared, like, you know, we're looking and throwing around ideas and because we're really excited about the future of Dinoland. Or it didn't share like what was coming. I, I just now thought of this, and it, it now it makes sense. Now it makes sense. Let's go back to the D23 Expo panel that we had in 2019. Mm-hmm. Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Lakeside Resort. Uh, Play Pavilion. All of this stuff that they said, this is coming. New Spaceship Earth stuff. This is coming. And then what happened? Uh, put, it, put it in the drawer. We're not going to use it. Is it because of the of them making those announcements, things happening, they decide not to do it, letting a lot of people very upset as to why they're now doing this and saying, these are some ideas we just want to bounce off of you before we make any type of a hard announcement, this is what we're doing. It's like I said about um, Carousel of Progress. Oh, yeah. They changed the clothes because it was something easy that they could do quickly and then if people didn't like it they could change it back yeah they wanted to do it to make a change update the attraction just a little bit to see the reaction of people you know the the people mover soundtrack yeah that's true yeah yeah no big hoopla about it they just did it just to see and those are both two easy fixes that could have been changed back immediately sure if they weren't received well yeah 
I want to go back through our list of what we hoped would be announced. Okay. And see what were the huge misses. What are we missing? Well, we're missing a lot. <laughs> oh, that's a good good place to start right there. <laughs> right. Stitch's Great Escape. Still a vacant building. Still nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> no news for Tomorrowland in any of the U.S. parks. We got Tomorrowland and Spaceship Earth. I'm sorry. Tomorrowland and Space Mountain updates overseas. Right. Which, But nothing here. The concept art that they have for that update for Spaceship Earth out there. Beautiful. Um, I'm sorry, Space Mountain. Wow. It's going to take like six six years to do. Yeah, they said 2027. But man, that looks fantastic. That looks great. <laughs> we said, will Happily Ever After come back? Yes. Yes. Are they updating Carousel of Progress? No. Nope. And Tom Sawyer Island. Nothing. Nothing. I was, I watched a ton of videos of the model for Tiana's Bayou Adventure to see if you could see if like if Tom Sawyer Island was included in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Just sad. (laughs) Over at Epcot, we got a world celebration construction update. They said late 2023. So I'm just excited next year to see more things Come, become completed but I just hit late 2023 like you know that means December like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I just would have really thought that I just really would have thought that it it would have been a heavy 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 push for it to be completed before the end of Epcot's 40th anniversary yeah which I think I think we kind of knew was coming because it's been, I mean, we are less than a month away. We are three weeks away from Epcot's 40th birthday and nothing. nothing. No information, no announcements, not even here's what's happening on that day. It's a Saturday. Well, cast members got a preview, what, last week? Yes. I think it was. And, and we there get nothing. Was a Tapestry of Nations figure at yeah. the event. Like, so, I mean, like nothing. And like, and we're like, okay, well, D twenty three is coming. Surely, we'll get something for Epcot forty then. Yeah. Nope. Not a thing. Not a thing. No update on the Play Pavilion. Nope. No word on the Mary Poppins attraction. Nothing for Spaceship Earth. Nothing for Journey into Imagination. Except no, for Figment meet and greet. A Figment meet and greet, right? Yeah. But nothing about the attraction. Yeah. No uh, information on any additions or updates to World Showcase pavilions. That's right. So nothing there. Over in Hollywood Studios, nothing at Launch Bay. Uh, No nighttime parade. Nothing at Voyage of the Little Mermaid. And no rock and roller coaster updates or Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yep. Um, I did see this weekend that... Um, there was a panel that showed some scenes, not a trailer, but some scenes from the new Pandora film. Uh huh. Um, and it was in 3D. So that was cool. They handed out 3D glasses. But no news about incorporating it into the parks. We did, I guess, get some information on Dino Land. We got, we got some information on what they're thinking about doing with it. <laughs> this is our idea. But nothing that we know of. <laughs> right. And then no, not a single piece of information about resorts. Nothing. Oh, well, so Pixar Place Hotel or whatever in Disneyland. But no 
information about the new DVC tower at the Disneyland Hotel. No information about the DVC tower at the Polynesian. All right. Um, nothing about what they're doing with the big open dirt pile over what should have been reflections. <laughs> Like nothing. Disney loves to move dirt. I, I I don't know why, but they just love that. I don't know. Let's go move dirt over here. We'll call it whatever. They'll get excited. Don't worry. No updates <laughs> to transportation like monorails and Skyliner. Yep. Um, nothing. Not a peep. No even like hint oh. towards the dining plan. Oh, man. Oh, golly. Nothing. This is so bad. Why? You said it's coming. You said it was coming this year. Mm-hmm. Would D23 not have been the place to say this is what's, this is it? Christmas, December, the month of December. It's coming back. Nothing. All right. As a, tra- as a travel agent, I know that frustrates you. It, 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 both sides. So it's frustrating yeah, because yeah. I have so many clients that want it to come back. Sure. However, it also is going to make securing reservations for my clients very difficult when it does come back. Even more difficult than it already currently is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um so <laughs> there's that. <laughs> there's that. Um but yeah, there was a, a they did announce quite a few things. Not not so much as we thought they would. It even felt like they announced less than they have. Like, so much of that panel was spent on that blue sky. Yeah. Blue sky. So pretty. All those ideas up there in the sky. That, that was like a huge part of the panel. But it wasn't like, you didn't hear people go, oh, ooh, yay, ooh. clap, excited, get, you know, get excited, jump around. Because nothing, nothing was announced. Like, we know you've been thinking about putting Zootopia in Dino Land. Like, we know that. Yeah, we do. Yeah. That's not news. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I don't know. We did get the name for the new Disney Cruise Line ship. We did. Got that. Um, and I think this one right here, Hyperspace Lounge on this new ship, we'll find out. Yeah, I we'll think... We'll find out. I would love it if they did. So this the ship is themed to adventure, right? And when I think of adventure, I think of like Jungle Cruise, I think of like the SEA, I think of Trader Sam's. I would love to see like that vibe rather than just like a copy paste of Hyperspace Lounge. Yeah, true. I'd love to see um, the Adventurers Club on a cruise ship. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. I'd love that. Something like that or Trader Sam's it version. Exciting. Yeah. So it, it was, it was, it, there was a lot of emotions. Yes. <laughs> we saw an update on Lighthouse Point. Yep. We saw Southern Hemisphere. Mm-hmm. Australia, get ready. And then you wanted that smaller river cruise ship to be yeah, announced. I, I don't know. I thought that would have been a nice thing. I thought it would have been nice. And I thought like, why wouldn't Disney want to do something that they own rather than just like partnering with another cruise line? Yeah, but sure. Yeah. I guess if they don't have to spend the money to build it themselves, it works out. Yeah. So all in all, um, give it a score, one to ten. How did they do? I'd say a six. I was going to say a six as well. It wasn't 
the announcements they did make were not bad. No, not at all. It no. just was not enough of, and it wasn't, and it, that sounds greedy of like, there wasn't enough. You know, they didn't announce enough, <laughs> yeah. but there, there yeah, were yeah. announcements that needed to be made yeah. that were not. Yeah. Um, and that is what is like upsetting. Some announce uh, some ratings in the chat over on Instagram. Um, we got a four. We have a 7.5. We have a six. And we have a six. So, I mean, right around the range of it was it was good, but it wasn't great. I just I just expected more. Um, I, and, but I said this to you that I saw somebody complain about like, oh, my gosh, Disney's coming out with too much content. <laughs> Gosh. On like Disney Plus and stuff, uh, and I was like, "Oh my god, people are never happy." Uh, and that's I I feel like that's kind of how we sound right now. It's like, "Oh my gosh, they announced a ton of stuff, and we're yeah. still like." And it's not it's not that we're not happy with the things that were announced. It's just that we thought that there should have been announcements that didn't happen. Here's okay, but here's the thing. Here's the difference when it comes to Disney Park fans. And Disney Plus or Disney movies, Star Wars movies, and everything. It when it comes to parks, we expect the world and more mm-hmm. at every D twenty three expo. We're opening this new attraction. We're doing this new park. We're doing this new restaurant. We're doing this new resort, and we don't get that because we have because of the legacy fans that we are. Mm-hmm. We expect all of it from Disney. And when we don't get it, yeah, we sound a little whiny. Well, I, I get it. And for Disney Plus, there's more content, more series, more films, more debuts, um, and the the price increase for the amount of content that you're getting compared to the the price increase at the parks and the the lack of more that you're getting. Oh sure, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. You know, I'll pay two dollars, three dollars more a month. Oh yeah. When they're putting out just series after series after film after specials after documentaries, like all of it. The difference the difference also is when it comes to putting together a new series and building a permanent fixture attraction building restaurant whatever resort is so different Mm -hmm. and takes so much longer because the meticulous detail that Disney puts into all of these it just takes longer than something on Disney Plus or a new movie but the way that they're increasing the price in the parks without increasing the value oh yeah there's that thing again we talk about compared to yes they are have increased the price for Disney Plus but the value also increases one person in the chat said, the good old days are gone. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with you. And there is. It's a distinct difference in the value of what you pay. Is that why, and I go back to this, I've been going back to it for a while now, why Disney Cruise Line is becoming the premier Disney experience within the company. Right. Value for what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. What am I getting for what I'm paying for? Disney Parks is not showing that and they in make a lot it, of ways. The, the parks make it difficult 
to experience all the things. Like the the parks offer a lot, but they're not making it easier to experience all of it. The cruise line, everything is there in a confined space. Mm-hmm. It's yep. you know provided for you. You know the shows are there. The you know you're not you don't you know there's not the same like urgency of like everything opens at 7 a.m you know like <laughs> I don't know. yeah get up early <laughs> enjoy your day at the parks you know you know no, no sleep in time for you not on vacation no not here i don't know and i think the chat's got it right this is this is what shapek is presenting to us this is his outlook. This is his dream. This is what, where he wants everything to go. And it goes along with the trend setting of everything everybody has said about Bob Chapek. He just doesn't fit the position. And nobody's happy. It's like, it, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure he's great at parts of his job. But so much of that position is, and it, it is guest-facing. Right, just as much as the cashier at the Emporium, sure. as their job, yeah. a huge part of their job is guest facing and interacting with guests. He is is lacking in the like human connection, <laughs> like with the fans. Heck yeah! You know, oh the, yeah. So the the cashier in the Emporium, their job is also. You know, making sure the security tags are taken off and stocking shelves and unloading, you know, new merchandise and making sure they're ringing things up properly and balancing their register. There's a lot more that goes into their job rather than just in like talking to guests. And for Bob Chapek, there's a lot more that goes into it than just talking to guests. But that's a huge forward facing part of his job that in. It's, it's no, like, shade to him. It's just not his forte. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. I agree. And that's a huge yeah. part of that position. Yeah. So while he may be great at other parts of the job, this is, like, a huge part of it that is just not his strong suit. No. No, it's not. I totally agree with you. 100%. So that's it. That was. That was D23. Um, like we said, there are still more panels today, so we'll see if anything else comes out. And if so, you know, we'll post about it on social media and we'll share it this week uh, on DW60. And we'll do kind of like a, a high level overview of the announcements, mostly Walt Disney World specific on Thursday or I'm sorry, on Friday morning. But um, we did want to come on here and just kind of do like a bonus episode of just talking through, um, you know, the panel ended just about an hour hour and a half ago so um this was like very much just as we were thinking of it as we were processing it we wanted to share it with you um and thank you for hanging out with us and listening and sharing your thoughts and opinions too exactly and that's what's happening here on dw60 well that's the news and thanks for stopping by srsounds.com We want to thank everybody for taking the time out of their day to uh, listen to us talk about the recent announcements at the D23 Expo for Parks, Resorts, and Experiences. And uh, we appreciate all of you listening. I know a lot of people have got opinions. If you've got opinions, well, you can voice your opinions right here on the show. You can contact us directly. There's a lot of different ways to do it. 
Here's what you do. You can leave us a voicemail at 408-909-DW60, which is 408-909-3960. You can also find us on Facebook, DW60's Press Row Podcast. We're over on Instagram at DW60 Press Row. And you can send us an email, DW60 at srsounds.com. Now, of course, we still have DW60's Press Row coming up this Friday on Sorcerer Radio here on the Instagram line. Of course, the podcast as well. If more announcements are made between now and then, we will definitely update you guys with that. We'll see if there's other news happening around the Walt Disney World Resort. And we look forward to seeing all of your reactions, I guess. Now, if you're going to be listening to us on any of these platforms, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, stuff like that. But Apple Podcasts, if you're going to be sharing the show, uh, we'd appreciate those five-star reviews. And also giving a share and a review of the show would be fantastic. Helps us out in a lot of different ways. And um, join the Sorcerer Radio family as well. You can listen to the show on Friday mornings on SR. And then we've got all of our other stations as well. You can download the Sorcerer Radio app on Android and Apple devices as well, especially those brand new Apple devices coming soon. So it's very exciting. I can't wait to get one. What else do we have? If you need to listen to past shows, uh, there's the on-demand version of DW60 and all the past episodes of the podcast as well. So we encourage you to check all those out. It's pretty much all we got, right? Yeah, just a little recap hearing us process all of this live. Um, We just wanted to share it with you as we were going through it. Absolutely. So until next time, we hope you have a fantastic day and uh, you enjoy the rest of the D23 Expo. This is DW60. Have a magical weekend, everybody.